Welcome to the podcast. Today, it's Pat and Stu in for Glenn, who's on vacation. He's coming back in a week or so. Uh, today, we talk about Bill Cosby. He's out of prison. He's a free man. Is that a good thing? We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, Britney Spears. She's not a free woman. Is that a good thing? thing we'll get into that a little bit uh climate change is uh, ruining our country we have uh, an amazing outtake from a 1995 article in the new york times that you're not going to want to miss uh and it's bobby bonilla day if you don't yay! know what that is i mean the only person definitely saying yay today is bobby, bobby bonilla, bonilla. Uh, don't forget to p- subscribe to this podcast make sure you click uh, subscribe it's free you might as well do it also pat gray unleashed and Stu Does America. Our shows are right here. Uh, Blaze Podcasts as well. And you can subscribe to them whenever you like. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Make sure to rate and review uh, the podcast when you can. And our shows are on YouTube too. So you can always check them out that way as well. Uh, here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. It's Pat Gray and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Really surprising development yesterday. Uh, All of a sudden, because I didn't didn't know this was in in progress court-wise, Bill Cosby had his conviction overturned by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, and he left prison yesterday. Yeah. Bang, just like that, he's out. And free. That was wild. Because really you, something. A, a lot of times you hear these these cases get overturned, and then they wind through the court for another six months. Right. And, right. Uh, and nope. And overturned, and that day he's leaving. Yeah, you're free oh, to go. See ya. Not even like the the you're under probation. Nothing. He's just yeah. home, ready yeah. to. Now I don't know that he's going to leave the house all that much. Uh, but I don't think I don't think he's quite as popular as he was. Yeah, you know, in the late eighties, it's been a slight maybe. fall off from the Cosby Show slight, years. I don't, yeah. I don't know if people have, have sensed that. <laughs> if you don't monitor the uh, entertainment industry closely, you might not uh-huh. have sensed that. But there's been a slight fall off in his popularity from the most popular and beloved figure in all of America to uh, the uh, to not to, so much to rapist <laughs> yeah to rape. uh, serial Oof. rapist really yeah and that's not necessarily <clears throat> the move you want for your career now he's always maintained his innocence yes. and that's why he said uh, he he said during his prison sentence that he's probably going to serve the full 10 years because he's never going to admit what he did and that was part of the Apparently, part of the process to be released in three years instead of ten Is was he, say, had to, he had to admit admit, that, it. admit that he did it. When and he, he wasn't says going he didn't to do it. In fact, not only was he not going to admit to any wrongdoing whatsoever, he wouldn't attend their sexual predator class either. He wouldn't do the therapy, and mm-hmm. he just flat flat out refused. So he would have n- not uh, conforming to the conditions of early release he wouldn't have been released early yeah he would have been there for 10 years, ten years. probably dies in prison probably probably dies in prison now it was a very strange day with that case in that you don't expect a guy at that high profile level to just be released mm-hmm. and go home the same afternoon i mean it was a very strange development but when you really look at this case mm-hmm. and this has been true the entire time it really was, in my view, a miscarriage of justice. 
Really? Yes. It, I, and I know. I didn't follow it that closely. It, I I think a lot of people did what we mo- most people would do, which is to look at, okay, look, wait a minute. He did what? You get the quotes that you hear. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I got quaaludes and I was drugging women or whatever. He didn't quite say it that, but that's how it's portrayed every time. Mm-hmm. And you look at uh, his fall from grace. The fact that he's been beat up by everybody, no one, no one likes him anymore. There's really no defenders of Except him. Except Felicia this, Rashad, Rashad, which is strange. she has been the lone defender of this <laughs> yeah. guy. In fact, she said, "Finally, yeah, justice has been served," or whatever she said yesterday. She was the one person who tweeted something good about him. Yes, that's true. She has she he does have that one defender, and she's the one, who, by the way, yeah, who played his wife <laughs> yes. on the Cosby Show. Claire Huxtable was it? Yeah. Yeah. That's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Uh, but so stepping back for a second, did Bill Cosby do these things to these women? I don't know. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a lot of women who are accusing him. Like, obviously, you can't just make it b- about that. He definitely said some things in the uh, transcript of the trial for the civil case that would lead you to believe he was certainly not a good guy. Mm-hmm. And maybe very well did some terrible things to the women. So let's just assume for a second he did these things. A hundred percent, we know mentally that he did these things. He still should not have gone to prison. And here's the thing: if you go back and look at how this how this pro- progressed, basically this woman ha- accused Bill Cosby of of these terrible things. He said he didn't do it. He denied it, and they were going to bring him to criminal trial. The prosecutor at the time. The DA at the time says, okay, I'm looking at the evidence here. We have nothing except she's saying it, right? She's saying it, and he's saying that it didn't happen. No physical evidence. This happens all the time in these types of cases. This is why, by the way, if something, God forbid, something like this happens to you, go immediately to the authorities so they can get as much physical evidence as possible and circumstantial evidence as possible. Because once you let a few years go by, it's impossible to look at these things unless you have the person admitting it. And there were way more than a few years. Right. Yeah. And and in a lot of these cases, it was decades and decades and decades. Yeah. So the the DA says, okay, well, I'm looking at the evidence here. There's no way we're going to get him convicted in a criminal uh, suit. There's no way. Because he's just going to say Fifth Amendment right to not to not to not uh, to not have to testify, and they're just going to throw it out of court. So the their solution to that was to say, "Hey, you know, Bill, what if we give you immunity in this case in exchange for you to testify in the civil case to give some uh, answers to these questions? So you'll be guaranteed you will not be convicted and go to prison." If you give, mm. actually tell your story and answer these questions. Mm-hmm. So he, they think about it. Uh, you know, if now look, if you're totally innocent, do you just say, screw it, I'm going to court anyway? Maybe, but you're taking a huge risk, right? So in his telling of the story, he said, well, look, I'm, I, I can get, right, get rid of the possibility of going to prison. And the worst case is I'll have to go and I'll defend myself in this, in this case. And I might lose some money in a civil case, right? Mm-hmm. So, that happens. They go through. They wind up settling the civil case eventually. He pays a few million dollars. This testimony is sealed, guaranteed to be sealed, and guaranteed that he cannot be convicted of this crime and go to prison. That DA leaves. The new one comes in and says, you know what? The thing is, 
When we made that deal, there wasn't this comedian that went viral about the case. So let's reopen it and just forget all the stuff we told him before. Instead, we'll just say, you know what? We can use all that testimony that had to be sealed. And you know what? You can be convicted for it. Sorry. And so they just redid it all totally against what it, what had been guaranteed to him this entire time. It goes through the process. He obviously now they have the testimony of him saying the Quaaludes thing and all of these other things. Uh-huh. So he looks much, much worse than he would have looked initially. They just tricked him. And overturned their own promise. That's crazy. And that is absolutely not our legal system. I'm sorry. Like, as bad as this guy may be, he may very well be a serial rapist. But just like everyone else in, in, in this country, you get rights in the legal system. And the government cannot continually screw you and tell you one thing and and do the other. Did he admit to all those things in the civil trial? He didn't admit to them. So he said things like, you know, I bought Quaaludes. Did you ever buy Quaaludes to be with women? Uh, Yes. Did you ever, uh, what was your intent when you bought the Quaaludes? Were you wanting to have sex with these women? Yes. Now, if when they asked him, did you uh, have sex with them um, without, you know, when they were asleep or against their will? He says no. So basically, again, I'm not saying I believe his case, but his so case is... So he gave him is, quaaludes just to relax him, get yeah. him in the mood. His, yeah, his case right? his case was basically <laughs> like, you know, in this... You know, it's an aphrodisiac. It was, That's all the quaaludes are. Right. It would like, <laughs> if, take it, take quaaludes, because no one uses quaaludes anymore. It's not, it's not even a thing. <laughs> oh, it, it sounds like lewd. We should ask Jeffy it's in like here, because he, he'd be able to... 1960s yeah. or right. 70s. But his point, this was his <clears> point. The 60s and 70s, quaaludes were like wine. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, again, I'm not... Again, I don't agree with his point. But his point is like... Basically, I bought a case of beer uh, to uh, to drink with a woman, and then in my hopes, I was going to sleep with her. That was kind of what he was. His point was in these yeah. in these moments. Of course, quaaludes now are much more associated with drugging of women, and that is, by the way, their accusation that he was slipping the quaaludes mm-hmm. into drinks or whatever. They would drink them and would not. They would fall asleep, and then he would have uh, his way with them. He completely denies that. We don't know the truth here. There's so many accusations. It's, it's, pro- it's easy to believe really that it is true. However, mm. he, they basically went to Bill Cosby and said, "Hey, we're not going to we're not going to pr- pursue any prosecution. You will have immunity in this case. In exchange for that, you have to abandon your Fifth Amendment right to be able to not answer these questions. You get to, your constitutional rights gone." Because you cannot be convicted. So you have to answer these questions. And so they used that against him in the criminal trial? Yeah, they brought all of the information they got from the yeah. civil trial and said, okay, That's... now you can be convicted and we can use this information. I mean, that is completely insane. Yeah, it's just there's like, not a lot of people are going to be sympathetic, though. Because and that's true. He, he that's clearly... True did something yes in the eyes of the american people he did something wrong and i, right? I think he's, in a way he's this, a rapist this is a, a a positive development for our legal system because we have decided as a country to start mm-hmm. doing justice via social media yep. via documentary mm-hmm. you know like uh, they came out with a documentary against this person we now know they're evil and they never get to do anything in society again and when we have a, a, an actual legal system that's supposed to go through this stuff and just because like it seems like people were like well bill cosby uh we all think he's bad he's really bad in fact it looks like he did some really really bad stuff and we don't like him (laughs) and this is different than a normal person because we really don't like him Mm -hmm. 
And he made us like him before, and so now we don't. So we feel sort of it's burned even by that. Worse. Yeah, we feel yeah, burned by that. So we're just gonna, you know, the whole legal system. What if we don't do that for now and just instead focus on the fact that we really don't like him? Yeah, you know, like what if we overturn all these rules and laws because Bill Cosby's really bad? Mm-hmm. And look at all these tweets. Have you seen the the Hannibal comedy uh, session on it? It's really funny. People look at all the views on YouTube. Uh, maybe he should be convicted. That's not justice. <laughs> it's not the way the system works. Yeah. And even when it benefits the worst people among us, mm-hmm. those rules still get to be applied. And the the other interesting aspect of this, he was admitting to all of that stuff uh, with his wife in tow with his wife hearing it all and supporting him with sticking and with him supporting yeah. him the mm. whole time she's still with him yeah still with him it's what a, kind of weird arrangement did they have i don't know because it wow, wasn't that's something he it was there was never a point where he was like i didn't cheat on my wife what are right. you talking about no i mean there may have been a point but it, that it, point is long not past. lately <laughs> yeah not during yeah. the the case and not during the trial and not during any interviews did he ever say and she sat there right by him a few times in interviews mm-hmm. and they talked about this stuff and they really amazing and it's one of those things there's a million accusations it was a mm-hmm. known secret in hollywood for a long time there are yeah. there are people who you know yeah. I, I was talking to somebody who went to temple uh recently and he was like you know everybody everybody it was like a known secret around there like he would always be down like having his arms around the young girls he was, oh, uh, it, it was it was all it was just a thing you know and but that's it, that's neither here nor there when you're talking about putting someone in prison. Yeah. Like, you can have all the beliefs yeah. you want about somebody, but you can't you can't throw them in prison. And I, I do feel like there's this thing that's happening uh, in our society right now where we, if enough social media pressure exists, it's just okay to break the rules to punish that person. It's just okay. You know, mm-hmm. sure, you might have, like... You might have the the right to be to to not be in prison, but we we don't like you. <laughs> it does seem to be almost the the long and the short of it. Like there's yeah. a lot of accusations against you. We have no evidence to put you in prison. However, you should go to prison because look at all these freaking retweets. <laughs> yeah, that's not America. Going to the First Amendment, Pat. What it's everyone always says it. The speech the First Amendment protects is the speech people hate. Because they, it's not mm-hmm. the, the, everybody who says nice things to each other. No, no one's trying to censor Hallmark greeting cards. It's the stuff that you don't want to hear. It's the stuff that's difficult to hear. That's what it's there to protect. It's supposed to be there to protect the worst people in society. And I think that may very well be the case here. But yeah. the fact that it, that still stands in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court Incredible. because they're not going to want to. They're not going to have fun at at dinner parties here for a while after this one that's for sure (laughs) you are not gonna like it triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k more in one minute the best of the glenn beck program it's pat and stew for glenn triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k uh we're talking about britney spears um the bill cosby situation too which is incredible he's now a free man conviction overturned can't be tried again uh so he's he's free now for the rest of his life well unless he rapes again or does something illegal again and gets caught for it 
But Britney Spears uh, lost her bid to get out of her conservatorship with her uh, father yesterday. And it just seems uh, bizarre to me that a 39-year-old woman can't run her own life if she's not a danger to herself or others. And, you know, we were talking during the break. Maybe she is, and we just haven't heard. Maybe we just don't know all the facts. That is the one thing that should cause a little bit of hesitation with this. Because if it is... If the situation is as it's been presented in the media, I, it's uh, absolute injustice, right? If she's yeah. just like, maybe she's got some issues. It's un-American. But yeah. so many un-American things are happening right now. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, well, there's another one. I will say very well may be exactly what we think it is on the surface. Maybe it is completely un-American and completely out of control. Mm-hmm. It's It's very possible that's just the truth. I mean, we have a background of information on this, right, where the the parent of a child star wants to take in their millions and is dedicated to basically ruining their life in that pursuit yeah we certainly have plenty of evidence on that from other cases the only thing i would i would hesitate and i don't know the the laws in california per se but i will say you know having to go through you know some stuff recently uh it regards to people you know uh with mental health issues and and seeing people try to handle those issues Mm -hmm. uh it is it's not like you walk in to a courtroom and say i'd like a conservatorship over that person can i have one and they're like oh yeah sure here here's the paperwork (laughs) like this is like (laughs) it's not easy it's hard to get to get conservatorship Mm -hmm. and so the question is like people are like well i can't believe that her dad would say she's forced to take an iud and she ha- she's every one of her dance moves is goes through her dad. Stop for a second and think. What if what if he didn't do that? Just mm-hmm. what if everything she said was completely made up? What if every one of her claims mm-hmm. exists in her mind as reality, but is not reality? That's what mental, severe mental health looks like. Yeah. And so we don't know, for example, you know, I'm just this, I don't have information on this, but just throwing this out there. Like, did Britney Spears try to commit suicide eight times? I don't know. We, I'm not saying that the court does know Mm. it though. And Mm -hmm. so they might be dealing with a completely different set of information. Very true. And like, Mm -hmm. I will say some of the claims, you know, uh, that she was making, I read her testimony where she made all these claims and they sounded familiar from other people i've heard going through these situations like people who have gone through and said they you know there's like a new accusation every day there's Mm -hmm. a new sort of like uh thing you've never heard of some and they're very often crazy scenarios that are shocking to hear but when you investigate them with someone dealing with severe mental health issues, a lot of times what you find out is they just made it up. You know, I mean, it, it, as crazy as it sounds, and it may not be Britney Spears. I'm not defending the dad. I don't know enough about the situation. I just think that we, when we look at it, we have to understand that these situations a lot of times are a lot more complicated. Like I've seen, you know, cases where, you know, something will happen, a dramatic event will happen to a family member. And, you know, someone dealing with mental health issues will hear about that event mm-hmm. and then adopt it into their own life. They'll, they'll all of a sudden start telling people it happened to them instead of the other family member. 
because it's just like the brain is just you know it's just not working it's just not working anymore and it's really sad and hard to deal with and if you think about yourself as a dad if your daughter is going through something like this you're going to do what you can to try to protect them now given that it's hollywood given that we're millions of dollars on the line given that she is seemingly coherent enough to come out and speak and 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 do some basic things it does appear mm-hmm. that change should be made in some way but i would just you, know, you gotta there's a there's a reason i think you need to at least have hesitation to believe like this is the ultimate injustice open and shut case the court knows mm-hmm. a lot more about this than any of us do and if she really has been a danger to herself or if she's a you know if she's a person who is is incapable of sort of like landing in reality and that you know every time she has a dealing with someone else she she can't she can't keep track of what is real and what is not that's a basic thing we all need to have at, at times it feels like when you listen to the media you listen to the you know the government doesn't feel like anybody has it anymore but like you need Mm -hmm. to be able to say hey last week i went to uh, arby's and got a roast beef sandwich and a curly fries like all of us when we would say that we would know we were at that arby's Mm -hmm. what if you weren't at the arby's (laughs) what if you never went and got the curly fries a lot of there Mm -hmm. are people who go through severe mental illness where they can't decipher the difference between what is real and what is not and to get a conservatorship over a celebrity with millions of dollars of legal backing behind them and millions of supporters yeah that is very young to get a Mm -hmm. conservatorship at all i would argue at least from my understanding of it it is incredibly difficult to do and when you look back to when you remember what was going on in 2008 with her yeah she was going through some things very public meltdown yeah, yeah. She, she had some meltdowns and she shaved her head and stuff and but, but yeah, i mean she, you can shave your head is. if you want to if that's all it is but she melted yeah. down yeah and i think there were bigger issues than shaving her head right and so uh that's how the conservative ship started in the first place so there were things going on she was doing weird things she was uh, saying weird things she was acting erratically and that's how she lost control of her of her financial life. Yes. So, and the legal system should err on the side of freedom, right? So, if yeah, she's even close to being able to deal with anything in her life, even if she mm-hmm. is a disaster, even if she's a person who's going to go out and take the second she's free, go to a casino with all of her money and bet it all and lose it all, even that she should still be free. Like that that is she should be mm-hmm. able to do what she wants to do. But, you know, it may be more it may be more significant than that. And we should remember that yeah. everything that she said in her hearing should not be taken as, as truth. You know, it's uh, true. Uh, uh, you know, it is really important that if if she's at all capable of handling her life, she should be able to handle her life. And even if she's incapable of it, you know, even if there's a lot of people who i mean there's people i know who are you know in this building who work here i mean jeffy should not be able to allow to handle his life how many times have we argued that he should not be able to be around his children many times uh, us you're right should not be allowed in the building right right you know but i mean no one's going to want a conservatorship (laughs) for jeffy (laughs) nobody's going to want nobody wants to try to untangle that mess no 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 thank you (laughs) but (laughs) not even britney's dad no 
intervene and make that one work out okay. It's like the reverse bit, Brittany. You you get in the conservatorship and suddenly you owe millions of dollars. And you're like, how did this happen? Uh, but, you know, so these, the, the legal system should always err on, on freedom. So likely, probably this should change. But it, there is there should be at least consideration uh, uh, to the alternative. Yeah, I guess, I guess so, because it did seem like the judge was pretty solid in his ruling and and pretty definitive that this needed to continue. Uh, and then it's weird, but somebody else joined in the she wanted some institution, some financial institution to be part of it. And so now he's got to share that conservatorship with somebody else. So maybe that'll make her life better. Uh, I don't know. But um it's going to continue for an indefinite amount of time. I don't know how many times you can revisit that and try to over, uh, over, overcome the conservatorship. Conservatorship. Um, I don't know how many times you can revisit that. So I don't know either. And uh, you know, look, there. She, if if it's <clears throat> that's the other thing that you could argue here is that it, let's just say it was a really bad situation. Most people probably are unable to do what she's done here. Right. You can't. It's hard to come up with the, the legal. You don't have the resources to mount a legal challenge against it. You mm-hmm. also don't have the, the, the public support to go through something like that. Nobody cares. Right. You just mm-hmm. you're just wasting away in, in conservatorship land. Uh, but she has the resources to be able to challenge it in ways that other people wouldn't. Right. So, maybe, yeah. you know, in the in this world where yeah. it actually was a good decision to put her in a conservatorship, if you accept that for a second, most people wouldn't be able to get out of it where she might be able to get out of it because she has those resources. So are the resources helping overturn a situation that was appropriate is the other way to look at it. Right. And again, I don't I don't know, don't know. but it is one of those situations. It, it does feel like in a similar way with the Cosby thing where social media documentaries we do justice by documentary now. The New York Times released a documentary mm-hmm. that said Brittany had really unfair treatment of her when she was younger. And, and there's some convincing evidence to that. So we now kind of everyone's on that side of things. Mm-hmm. And we now kind of look at this and say, all right, well, that's the way it is. Maybe it may not be the way it is. Yeah, might, it might not. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven 727 beck It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. We're filling in for Glenn here for a few days as he's on vacation far away from here. And Mm -hmm. uh, he's missing out on some some big things. Like we were going to have a January 6th commission after all. Bad. Yay! Aren't you excited? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah. yeah, that'll be great, won't it? Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Now, this one's done by the Democrats mm-hmm. in Congress. Mm-hmm. So it's not this... They were initially going for this special commission, a bipartisan variety. That's not going to happen. Uh, Republicans did not get on board with that. And for good reason. And that obviously was not an honest attempt to get <clears throat> the information needed. I am of the... Uh, thought that there is information we can get from a commission looking into this if it mm-hmm. was honest this one isn't going to be honest but right i would like to know there's certainly questions 
Like, why the hell was the security so bad at the Capitol? Why was this yeah. possible? I mean, think about this for a second. Yeah, this was a, you know, there was a mob. A lot of people, there were some people who were pretty bad in the mob. A lot of people who were just, you know, there for the speech and didn't do much of anything. What if it was a foreign group of terrorists that decided to do this? What, what, what if, uh, yeah. and remember, this is an announced mm. rally down the street where they knew it was a contentious time. They knew that a lot of these people obviously believed what was going on in the Capitol was very bad. And they didn't prepare for it really at all. What would happen mm-hmm. if like a foreign terrorist group did try to go in and kill a bunch of our representatives? I don't know. Like that's the type that seems of like a bad thing. Right. A really bad thing. And like if we had an honest government and people who actually cared about the outcomes in these matters, you know, there would be reason to really look into this and get a, a report. Why wasn't the National Guard out there in less than what was it? Four hours. Mm-hmm. Why did that take four hours? That's insanity. Uh, yeah. So there are reasons to look at this. It's just not going to happen with a commission like this. I mean, you look at uh, the the New York Times put out a, a documentary yesterday of about 40 minutes uh, on January 6th. And of course, obviously, you know, the Times is coming. You know the story they're telling. I don't need to, to mm-hmm. tell you in advance what story they're telling. It was the worst event in American history. <laughs> worst event in American history. Mm-hmm. Now, they, so they don't spend any time on the people who were not violent. There, there was, you know... I don't know how many people were at that particular rally, but thousands and thousands and thousands of people. We've talked to many of them who were there and didn't even know any of this there, occurred. There weren't any nonviolent people there, were there? Yeah, shockingly, there uh, was. You know, with all the judging by all the piles of dead bodies, I, w- I wouldn't <laughs> think there was a single nonviolent person. <laughs> I know. There. It's shocking. <laughs> but a lot of people like went to the Trump speech and went back to their cars. Yeah. Right? Like there's yeah. a lot of that. And they don't, of course, don't show any of that. And there are people who went to the Capitol and didn't go into the building. Mm-hmm. There were also people who went to the Capitol, did go in the building, but didn't break anything or steal anything yeah. or hurt anybody. Now we do, because all of that, what you just said is true. We do at times forget that there was a lot. I mean, there were a lot of people. There were some bad things that who, happened. Who did do bad things. Yeah. It was an embarrassment. Yeah. I mean, 150 police officers were injured. And like they have legit, the, the Times does this thing very well. If you go back and look at, for example, they did the exact same thing for the Las Vegas shooting. And it's really a, a legitimately incredible thing to watch. They have a zillion videos. They kind of place them on a map so you know exactly where they happened, where like the, this person was driving by this building. You hear the shots going over their head. You get views. from. I mean, it really, when when they do like actual journalism, you can get some value out of the New York Times occasionally. This one is obviously much more partisan uh, than the Las Vegas shooting was, but they do have a lot of video and there are legitimately bad people, you know, bashing police officers over the head with stuff. Mm. That doesn't mean that they died, but still like I'm never I don't give a crap about partisan nonsense when it comes to if you're a person that hits a police officer over the head with something screw you yeah you need to be you need to be punished yeah i've had officers in my family these people risk their lives for us every day Mm -hmm. the same way that i don't care what you think about the george floyd case don't throw a brick at a police officer I will stand by that till the day I freaking die. The same thing with January 6th. If you had a Trump flagpole and were bashing police officers over the head with it, screw you. Honestly, I I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, it was not nothing. 
That being said, what are they going to find in this report? What are they going to do here? You know, it's not, was it an insurrection, some calculated no. uh, attempt to take to actually take over the government? Were there there they have messages and they have a lot of people saying those types of things. So it was not no one in the crowd. It was not zero people in the crowd who were thinking that way. There were some, but it was an overwhelming minority of and almost all of these people were unarmed. How the hell did they think they were going to actually take control of the government? <laughs> right? Like it was a riot. The right way mm-hmm. to say this is it was a riot. It was unacceptable, but it was not what the Democrats are saying it was. They are trying to make every grandmother who's in 300 miles of this thing and voted for Donald Trump into a criminal. It's insane. And while the the the, the events of the day uh, might lead you to say, hey, maybe we should be prepared for this next time and maybe we should take an honest view and look at how we can do that. Because obviously the way we're doing it now does not work. Mm-hmm. That would be something that a, a commission might, a, a, a serious country with serious people and a serious government might look into and say, hey, here's, here are the steps we should take next time. Instead, they're just going to make this into a way to try to make January 6th into a date you remember like 9-11, right? It was the worst thing that had ever happened to us. And despite the fact that the the business of the government continued on the same day, also January 6th, kind of indicating maybe it wasn't, you know, Pearl Harbor or 9-11, it was a bad day, but it was not what they're trying to make it out to be. They want to make that out to be the only thing that's happened. And I would be, I think there was a really legitimate request by Republicans who said, look, we'll do your bipartisan commission. It's great, but we're going to do it. And we're also going to look at the violence that happened over the summer when billions of dollars of damage were done, when way more people were killed, far more death occurred. Mm-hmm. In those riots than the one that happened on January 6th. The Far bigger loss of property. Yeah. Much more damage yeah. to property. People died all over the place. And yeah. there were federal buildings uh, who, that were attacked. It was government stuff mm-hmm. as well as just property as they like try to demean you know someone's life's work. Huge and their local swaths business. of um, American cities actually taken over yeah. by mobs. Yeah. By mobs. And they act as if that should be investigated too. I would like to know <laughs> what is the truth there what what you know what groups where did they get the money totally legitimate what they were doing how about the money that was raised by you know one of the people uh serving in the administration who was tweeting out links to bail the criminals out of jail huh why was that who would do that how was that set up who Who would set up kamala harris who would do that not Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris? What? Why would you say oh. Kamala Harris? <laughs> oh, she's laughing. I can't believe it. You know, I would like to know that. I think that's part of this, yeah, right? It's, yes. it's part of political violence in the same in the same it's time frame. Totally reasonable and it's, to look into that. Yeah, and it's instead it's it's they're they're Oh, how dare you? Yeah. They're they're seen as totally different events. And you know what the real truth of this is, at least in in large extent, I think. The truth of the reason why they weren't prepared for January 6th is because they had seen 9 billion conservative leaning rallies not go awry. And they yeah. probably thought, yeah. you know what? 
Yep. There's always people who are saying stuff like this. There's You can always find somebody online who says, we need to take, that's our house. Let's take back our house. All right. We've seen this a zillion times. The bottom mm-hmm. line is these rallies have occurred all over the country mm-hmm. for a really long time. And there's never been a problem and like this. And there's never been a problem like this. Mm-hmm. So they probably thought they were going to be fine. And in reality, you can't sit, you have to be able to be prepared for these situations in the off chance they do occur. But when the left marches, these things go awry all the time. Mm-hmm. And so you need to prepare for everybody like you prepare for the left, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but there's no answers in a commission like this. There's no. just not going to be any. And, you know, they, they put Liz Cheney's going to be on the commission. She's accepted the invitation from Pelosi. Uh, not going to win her any friends in the Republican Party, obviously. Sure. They're going to they, they're saying they're going to strip her uh, commission, uh, you know, committee assignments over it. So, I mean, they're going to claim it's a bipartisan thing because Liz Cheney's on there. And obviously, Liz Cheney has a has her mind made up on this one. And that's fine. She has a right to her opinion. But, mm-hmm. you know, we can't act as if this is some bipartisan fair commission. It's not going to be. It's just going to be a way to make January 6th into the only thing you're supposed to think about and the only thing you're supposed to vote on and the only thing that's supposed to influence you. And obviously, that's not the right way to think about our country right now. we got a lot of problems going on. And ongoing Trump-related riots at the Capitol are not one of them. That's not something that's it's just not going on. You know, it, there that was a one, one-off event, I yeah. think, in our history. Well, and the, they acted like it was going to happen again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, what was the next date that there was supposed to be? The, was it March 4th well, or something? Well, you had January March, 20th. You had the January actual 20th. inauguration. You had mm-hmm. one date in March. That's right. The, then 4th or something, 6th or whatever. And nothing ever happened. And I, I don't think anything was ever being planned because uh, yeah. it never came off. You know, a lot of this comes back to the way you get to retroactively look at things like social media. You know, mm-hmm. something goes awry. Yeah, you can go back and look at people who were talking tough. Everybody talks tough online. I'm tired of it, but that's what everybody does. Yeah. You know, everybody's saying all these things and they, everybody says they're going to, you know, look at the left. You're telling me you can't, we, every time we look, we're able to find hundreds of people who say they're going to go burn down buildings and take over the government and, you know, assassinate public figures. It's all over the internet. So after something happens, you can retroactively go back and prove any case you want. But in reality, these things are always out there in a, in a society that values free speech. And all you can do is try to prepare yourself in case something bad does happen. You know, yes, you, you can always, I mean, think about if, if you went back to the days of like the nineties and there was real social media back then, like what would Timothy McVeigh have on his Facebook page? Mm. You'd be able to go back and say, this mm-hmm. guy was saying this stuff on his Facebook page over and over again. And you know, we're in a different era. You can always go back and find people who say bad things. You know, uh, and look, the people who did those things, particularly the officers, should be, you should go after them. I have no problem with throwing the book at those people. But, uh, you know, the, what they're trying to do with this event is just, it's, it's kind of like left-wing fan fiction. You know, they're just trying mm-hmm. to make this into this thing that it isn't. It was, it, mm-hmm. it, it, was a, it was a day that we should know and we should make sure that people... Uh, who are responsible for those bad things are prosecuted for them but like let's be honest about it for a second here and there's no ability to do that in the media